0: This teaching is from City Church Coventry. You can find us online at www.citychurchcoventry.org. Two Corinthians three verses four to eighteen.
1: Such confidence we have through Christ before God, not that we are competent in ourselves to claim anything for ourselves, but our competence comes from God. He has made us competent as ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit, for the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Now, if the ministry that brought death, which was engraved in letters on stone, came with glory, so that the Israelites could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of its glory, transitionary though it was, will not the ministry of the Spirit be even more glorious? If the ministry that brought condemnation was glorious, how much more glorious is the ministry that brings righteousness. For what was glorious has no glory now in comparison with the surpassing glory. And if what was transitionary came with glory, how much greater is the glory of that which lasts? Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. We are not like Moses, who put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing away. are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit.
0: Hi, my name is Ben McCosker. I'm a member of City Church in Coventry. Um, For those of you joining us uh, live this morning, a very, very warm welcome to you. Um, My family and I uh, live in Coventry, uh, as we said, and we're, like everybody else, spending a lot of time at home at present. And um, I've been reading a book to our youngest daughter, and it's, uh, it's this book here, it's called The Very Hungry Caterpillar. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with the story, um, it is exactly like it sounds. It's a very hungry caterpillar, eats its way through house and home. Um, and of course, as we all know, with the life cycle of a caterpillar, it becomes this at the very end, uh, a beautiful butterfly. Oh, there we go. There's the lens. Um, but actually, it's the the second, the page before last that struck me. And I'm just going to read this bit to you. Um, he built a small house called a cocoon around himself. He stayed inside for more than two weeks. So um, we can obviously all relate to that because we're doing better than the caterpillar at this point in time. Then he nibbled a hole in the cocoon, pushed his way out and then became uh, a beautiful butterfly. And as I've been reading that to our youngest daughter, it struck me that um, the process of transformation was inside the cocoon um, and it was unseen. It was hidden Uh, from the outside. Looking in, nothing was really going on at all. And it got me thinking about the beginning process of our own natural lives. So we are first conceived uh, in our mother's womb and then we go through a process of change where we're receiving all our nutrients and our limbs are growing and our body's growing as it ought. And then, of course, nine months later, we're born and there's that greater display of of glory. And, um, you know, David says in Psalm 139, my frame was not hidden from you. And that's to God when I was made in the secret place. And um, God just said to me, you know, it's always been the case that for a greater display of glory comes first a process of unseen change. It's um, Sunday today. And so my family and I have been busy making a roast and we've got the spuds already. And we are very confident that when we put those raw potatoes in the oven, come the time they're, they're hidden away in the oven. But when we get them out, when they're cooked, they're going to be much more glorious than when they went in and so right now obviously we've um, largely been living lives in our homes and apart from venturing out for the permitted essentials in line with government guidance we're essentially unseen for the most part Uh, and when this first happened with lockdown I guess I queried myself you know how how does the church um, continue to be effective to reach out to see souls saved and um, I listened to some good friends of mine and their comments and the ministry of the Holy Spirit through the word. And and I realised that that was a limited way of thinking. Being naturally contained, confined, restricted, uh, however you want to put it, is often, if not always, the place in which God transforms us and from there transforms the world around us. And at a time when everything else has essentially stopped, the encouragement of scripture remains to us. Just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him. You may have stopped a lot of other things, but continue to do that. Um, And the scripture we started with on the video, the uh, 2 Corinthians 3.18 says this. We all, that's us who have believed on the Lord Jesus, have received him into our hearts and the Holy Spirit lives in us with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image From one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. So I believe God's encouragement for us in lockdown is we may be in lockdown, but what we have is a unique opportunity to behold Him and to be changed. And I want to share just three short examples from Scripture where the people of God have either been taught about or found themselves in such a unique opportunity and what God can do through you. Uh, And in you, even in the unseen place. And those three things are very simple. Pray to him. See his kingdom come. Praise him. See salvation happen and use gifts that he's given you and be trusted with greater. So I just want to start with prayer. And that's in Matthew um, chapter five, verses um, five to 15. And I'll uh, I'll read it for you. Jesus said this when he first taught on prayer, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. And get this when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. This struck me, you know, at the end of the Gospels, Jesus gives his disciples, his followers, a great commission. He says, go into all the world, go there. And of course, at this point in time, we cannot go into all the world physically. But, you know, before he told the disciples to go into all the world, he told them, go into your room. He didn't often get very prescriptive with things, but here was an explicit instruction to his followers. When you pray, go into your room and close the door and pray to your father in the unseen place. If you like, if that's your cocoon. (laughs) And. We have very limited permission to go anywhere else at this time. Apart from the apart from the stated essentials. And so it's a unique opportunity to do what Jesus said for us to do. And it comes with a promise. Your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And that echoes the psalm in in our own natural lives um, that we started with. Just as he saw us in the secret place when we were being first formed. He sees us now in the secret place when we come to him in prayer to be transformed. And as we behold Jesus in in prayer, it may be unseen for the most part now, but it has always been the case that for a greater display of glory comes first a process of unseen change. And what we pray when we're there, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If we are at all concerned that the lockdown may uh, limit our effectiveness to to do the good work that he's prepared for us to do, um, then the encouragement of scripture to us Well, come to the secret place and pray the way he taught us to pray. And there'll be no concerns about our effectiveness. Um, Then we must realise that there's a greater empowerment of the Holy Spirit that comes to us when we pray to him in the secret place. There's an occasion in the Gospels where the disciples are trying to cast a demon out of uh, somebody and it fails. They can't do it. And they come to Jesus and say, um, well, Jesus comes along and he just does it. He casts the demon out. And Jesus, uh, and the disciples query Jesus and they say, well, why couldn't we do it? And he says this kind only comes out by prayer and fasting. But Jesus didn't fast and pray in the moment when he was out there in the world. The praying and fasting he's referring to is that which Jesus had already done in the secret place, in the unseen place. For a greater display of glory comes first a process of unseen change. And this is a unique opportunity for the people of God to engage with that by first Beholding him in prayer. Uh, We as a church have been praying together on Zoom frequently. We've seen answers to prayer already. Uh, Healings happen. Um, And, you know, we may not be aware of it now, but there is a transformative work that's going on as we come to God in prayer. And there's this encouragement to us from Ephesians 6 um, where Paul, when he was an ambassador in chains, he himself was contained. His instruction was this pray in the spirit. On all occasions, or even in lockdown, yes, even in lockdown, pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. So if at this time uh, you've at all thought, I can't do anything, I can't be effective, I can't make a difference. If that if you've been tempted in that way, the Holy Spirit's encouragement to you is on all occasions, including this one, pray to him in the secret place. His kingdom will come. Um, the second one was praise him in the secret place. I just want to read a story to us from from Acts in the secret place sorry, or in the hidden place. It's in Acts um, 16. <clears throat> and uh, just a bit of background. It's Paul and Silas um, basically get into trouble for preaching Jesus. And they cast a the demon out of a uh, little girl here. And um, they've been uh, stripped and beaten and brought before the magistrates. And I'll pick it up in verse 23. And it says after they have been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. Upon receiving such orders, he put them in the inner cell, in the hidden place, or the secret place, and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing, singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken at once. All the prison doors flew open and everybody's chains came loose. The jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself. We're here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in, fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. You and your whole household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him. And to all the others in his house at that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and all his family were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole family. At a time when you may have been concerned about all the doors that you can't necessarily knock on or open because of lockdown, God says, praise him in the secret place and watch me open the doors. Um, the uh, in the story there, as I mentioned, they're first put in the inner cell, the contained place or the restricted place, the unseen place. And, you know, whilst they're there, um, they just saw it as a unique opportunity to praise God. <laughs> and I doubt their praise was dependent on whether or not God would cause the prison doors to fly open. I highly doubt they contemplated that was going to happen. Uh, But what ensued was the earthquake and all the prison doors opening. And that shouldn't surprise us because we as believers know that in, in the Bible, it says God inhabits the praises of his people. You know, you praise him, he's going to show up. And if we take the opportunity to praise him for who he is in the secret place, he will do what we cannot nor could do at this time. I love the song that um, Hannah and Amar led us in where it was just saying, you know, I, I can't remember exactly the verse, but, you, you know, you're so worthy of all our praises. And if at this time you've been tempted to say, you know, well, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling like he's worthy of praise. Well, you're not alone there. One time, David in Psalm 42 said, you know, why are you downcast on my soul? But I will yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God, because he had seen and tasted and known that God is good all the time. And you know what? When they praised God in the secret place, five things happened. They found the jailer ready to receive Jesus as Lord. They were both ready and did answer him as to what he should do. The jailer was filled with joy because he had come to believe. And there's the kingdom coming, righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Salvation came to the jailer's whole house. and Paul and Silas Silas were received into his home. At a time when we can't go physically into people's homes and we're concerned about, well, how are we going to be effective if we can't open some doors? God's encouragement to us is praise me in the secret place. I'll open the doors. Um, And just to us as a church, we know that before this time hit, the Holy Spirit uh, through uh, um, through Ruth Ling, who we saw a video of earlier, um, prophesied to us. That's a gift that the Holy Spirit gives to the church to to make us strong, um, basically speaking on behalf of God. And the word was look for the wide open door of effectiveness, even in the face of great opposition. Uh, and I think uh, the, the little keys that would open them. And, and here's a little key: praise him now in the secret place. Salvation will come. And just lastly, uh, I said in the secret or unseen place about using gifts God's given us. Um, this uh, this bit's from Joseph, a uh, Genesis, and it's the story of Joseph. And I'm not going to read much of the the passage. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll zero in on a couple of verses. But what's more important here is the backstory, I guess. Joseph, um, at the very outset of his story, interprets dreams because God's given him the interpretation and he gets in trouble for that. Um, his brothers hate him for it. He's sold into slavery. Um, and a little bit later in his story, in Genesis 40, in this uh, in the bit that I'm going to take us to, he's now been thrown into prison because he's been wrongly accused um, of adultery. And um, I just want to take us to these two verses in prison. His story started with interpreting dreams and he got into a lot of trouble for it. And uh, here he is with the uh, with two people in the prison, the cupbearer and the baker. And this is what it says in in verse um, eight. This is the cupbearer and the baker speaking to Joseph. We both had dreams, they answered, but there is no one to interpret them. Then Joseph said to them, do not interpretations belong to God? Tell me your dreams. He's in prison. He's in the hidden place. He's in the secret place. He got into trouble in the first place because he was interpreting dreams. And right there in the secret place, he carries on interpreting dreams. (laughs) Um, And that's reminiscent of the encouragement from Scripture we started with. As you receive Christ Jesus, continue to live uh, your lives in him. You know, a lot of us could be tempted at this time to think, you know, if we were in Joseph's shoes. Do you know what? The first time I interpreted dreams, it didn't go too well for me. I think I'll just put up and shut up at this stage. But no. In the unseen place of confinement and restriction, Joseph continued to use the gift God had given him faithfully. Even while he was a far cry from fulfilment of a promise God made to him. And at the end of that story, he was even forgotten for what he did for the uh, for, 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 for the cupbearer. I do believe it was he was restored to his position in fulfilment of the dream uh, that he interpreted. This is the thing about Joseph. The change in his situation to one of confinement did not change or determine his attitude, or responsiveness to the good God he knew. He continued to be faithful with his gift in the place of confinement, in the secret or unseen place. And we know that by the end of his story, he was ultimately trusted and favoured with greater and became the ruler of the nation, which was the fulfilment of the dream he had right at the outset of the story. So I just want to encourage you, consider what gifts has he given you. And at this time, In the secret place, in this place of confinement, find the way. Find the way in him to continue to faithfully use it and watch what God does. That's all I have for us today. So let me just sum up by once again encouraging us all. In this hidden secret place of confinement, pray to him. See his kingdom come. Praise him. Watch him open the doors for salvation. Use your gifts. You'll be trusted with greater um, amen. I just think I'll, I'll just pray for us be- before we we all go off and have our Sunday. So Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for your goodness. I want to thank you for sending your son, Jesus. I want to thank you, Lord, that you work so good to us all the time. Lord, I want to thank you and praise you for for your word. And I pray, Lord God, that it's been a blessing and encouragement to uh, anybody who's heard it. I pray you were spoken to hearts this morning. And that you have revealed yourself uh, to those who know you afresh and to those who don't know you at all, Lord Jesus. And Lord, I pray, God, in these coming days and weeks, for however long uh, this restriction lasts, uh, um, I pray, Lord, you would give people the grace to pray to you in the secret place while only you see them, to to praise you in the secret place, watch you open the doors for salvation and to use the gifts you've given them and watch you entrust them with greater for a time that may not yet be. Thanks for listening to this teaching from City Church Coventry. You can find more great teaching and other resources on our website at www.citychurchcoventry.org.